Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature featuring Whole World Improv Theater in Atlanta. In this episode of Improvised Feature, we examine the impact of school closures due to coronavirus on the parents and the children being forced to deal with the new reality of homeschooling. I'm homeschooling Jessica and Stephen. Jessica's 13, Stephen is 11, and he's getting on my last goddamn nerve. That was Sally Ann Callahan, mother of two, but Miss Callahan is not the only one we spoke to who is hitting the proverbial last nerve. I got four, I got four kids here, and uh, they're getting on my last goddamn nerve. In fact, common amongst all adults we spoke to is the stress of adapting their ordinary life routines and interests. Go dog! Woof, woof, woof! To fit into the sudden new burden of having to educate their children. I gotta figure out how to teach my boys while um, there's no spring football game. And in some cases, the parents aren't the only adults helping out. My name is Maybelle Merriweather Ford. I'm 75 years old, and I am currently having to homeschool my three grandbabies so my little daughter can go to work. Now, she's a realtor. I don't know how in the hell that's an essential job, but apparently it is. Either that or she's lying to me. And as the adults find ways of coping with the stress of their new lives... I I keep a pint of vodka underneath my car seat. Um, It's two swigs when you leave and two swigs when you come home. As they grapple with a new role and a new understanding of their children. Turn this shit down up there! Sorry about that. Uh, what was the question? My my youngest is uh, eight, and then I got a ten year old, and then I got a fifteen year old who I, I I ain't sure about that guy. These kids are bad as hell. Even my kids. I thought they were good, but they chameleons. They play good around me, and then they go out there and sit up there and act the ass in public. The adjustments of homeschooling can be difficult on the children as well. Right now, my mommy and daddy are teaching me school. Um, My mommy calls it the school of hard knocks. She said that she's going to work with me to learn practical stuff. So uh, I've been learning a lot lately, a whole lot. (laughs) Mommy and daddy are very stressed right now. And while the newly homeschooled children learn the lessons of their new reality. One of the things that's really different is just the stuff I'm learning. Mommy said that I don't really need to know the names of the clouds or anything about the water cycle. And she said, you'll never do that math when you're an adult. So instead she's teaching me stuff that I'm really gonna be able to use. Um, she's taught me so much. I've learned how to, um, I've learned how to work the lawnmower. I've learned how to do laundry. Um, she's teaching me how to change the oil in the car. Um, so those are all really great things. Mom says I'm being so helpful and she's so proud of me. We spoke to an already homeschooled child who doesn't see the big deal. Um, yes, my name is, um, is Ben Michael Arson, and I am 11 years old, and I am a homeschooler, and I've been homeschooled, like, my whole life, so I'm really, like, I don't know, think all these guys are just stupid that they just can't do this or whatever, because I've been, I've been isolated since I was born. I'm also an only child. Meanwhile, as... Some parents struggle with the curriculum. I don't know nothing about this uh, this old new math they got going on. 
And so we, we're having to learn a whole different way around here. I said be quiet up there before I come up there and beat y'all ass. <sighs> Man, we've been uh, doing a lot of stuff that I don't, these teachers, they have a lot of stuff that they have to do with these kids. And I, I, I like, I just don't understand half this stuff, like multiplication, like multiplication. You, you just like, it used to be so easy, but now it's, it's like, you got to write it on a chart and then put it down, just do two times two. Like, what the fuck? And I've been trying to teach them, you know, math, which I thought was easy, you know, like if those Florida Gators, you know, if Dan Mullen is at, you know, third and 15 and the Kirby Smarts Georgia Bulldogs stops them at nine yards, like, what's the difference? That was easy. But, you know, Bubba Jr., he wants to, like, paint. I've been teaching them gun safety. We wanted to speak to a law enforcement professional about the wisdom of teaching children gun safety, but unfortunately, the only law enforcement officer that was available was this guy. It's Officer Gregory Eubanks speaking. I'm the Campus Police Department Head Chief Officer of Parking Tickets, and the revenue's the lowest it's been in months. But since he seemed to have an ambitious interest in being interviewed by any media outlet, and like any elected official or any government official, what I'm going to do right now is say a lot of words to you, but not actually answer any of the questions you had. We asked him about gun safety for children anyway. Every American, if you want to call yourself an upstanding outright citizen such as myself, needs to be locked and loaded with at least four firearms per person per household. And that includes children over the age of three. So... Gun safety is something you should really be teaching your kids since they're reaching the age of, well before the age of reason. This was not the only place we encountered the problem of parental deviation from regular school curriculum. I also learned that Corona is both a virus and a beer. Um, so that's really cool. I can't wait to tell my teacher all about that. Um, and then I'm learning also how to, how to make some things like a gin and tonic. And you remember the little homeschool boy we encountered earlier, whose last name was Arson. All I can say is that most of the time, um, no one pays attention to you. Like, as much as you think your parents are watching, they're not. And it gives you plenty of time that you can just go back in your backyard and just, like, light anything on fire that you want to. Just start with small stuff. I say leaves are cool. Um, Also, burning worms, that's cool. But, you know, if there's anything that you ever wanted to be or wanted to play around with, this is the perfect time to. You know, uh, when it comes to, like, book learning and things like that, they give them the assignments, and I just tell them, Google that shit. Like, what are the little kids doing, you know? Just Google those things, and then uh, leave mommy alone. It's also the perfect time to Google anything you want. Like, if your parents won't give you the talk, let me tell you, Google has a lot about the the talk. You gotta pay attention to your kids. I I wasn't used to that. You know, ever since my mommy and daddy lost their jobs, they've been sleeping a lot. Normally, they don't really like me to use the iPad, but when they go to sleep, I'll use the iPad. Well, I've actually learned how to put together a bunker, and that's been pretty educational. Uh, I dug a hole in the backyard, and no one stopped me, so it's about um, 16 feet deep now. And while some parents believe that homeschooling offers an opportunity to teach their children many important lessons that they might not learn at school, 
they've learned that uh, mommy has special time um, and we don't go into mommy's room when we hear any sort of buzzing sound. Some parents view homeschooling as an opportunity to give their children the sort of discipline that they can't necessarily get in the school system. Oh, whenever they get out of hand, I just beat their ass. That's, I mean, shit, that's the only thing you can do. You know how they say uh, teachers can't whip the kids now? Well, shit, daddy the teacher now, so I'm beating all ass. All of And an opportunity to reinstill old-fashioned values. Manners. Just plain manners. These children have no manners. As soon as, you know, you take their phone away from them, they lose their mind. I understand now why they, they give those phones to them babies because you give the phone to them and they just shut up and sit down. You take it away from them and they lose their mind. They don't even know how to go outside no more and play. I remember I would play in dirt. And now they tell you your kids can't touch dirt because they're going to catch germs and diseases from the dirt. We ate the dirt and we were perfectly fine. So I don't know how they contaminated the dirt in my lifetime. And values even more old-fashioned than that. Go dogs! I think what my children have learned is that uh, Bubba Jr. in three years he's going to leave, and he's he probably he's never going to come back because he wants to paint cans or whatever. Some parents seem to be using this opportunity to teach their children self-reliance. Well, the big thing Daddy taught me was that even though I'm only in third grade. It's about damn time I learn how to take care of myself. Well, Jessica is 13, so she can be alone with the 11-year-old, um, which helps mommy out a lot. Which our authority found concerning. I'm concerned about a 13-year-old is fit enough to take care of an 11-year-old when you leave the house, and we all know that it's not safe to leave a kid at home until the frontal cortex is fully developed at the age of 16 and four months. At 13, she's going on 20. She's a smart girl, and she knows how to make the blue box macaroni and cheese. I apologize for not understanding that your 13-year-old was at the baseline test of the blue box mac and cheese. That actually, for everybody listening at home, is the baseline test. It doesn't even matter how old your kid is. If they can cook that to perfection, you can leave them at home with anybody. But while the lessons that are being imparted may vary... They have learned to make a really good mint julep. If you want to eat something that your parents don't usually like you to eat, or if you want to do something that they don't usually like for you to do, just wait till they're sleeping or they're fighting or they're not paying attention to you. Then you can sneak in and get whatever you want. You can eat all the chocolate ice cream that you want. Um, and that's, that's what they call a life hack. Set your ass up. Go. Now get on that wall and do some wall squats. This pee time. That's exactly what they learned, how to be disciplined. They weren't beating up the security guard no more. I'm just excited that I can build a small army now from these homeschoolers that have come into existence, and we will indeed take over the planet. The universal lesson is that we should all appreciate our teachers more. I used to think school was useless, but now... I really appreciate that they just take my kids for eight hours a day and deal with them for me. And hopefully we've learned to appreciate each other just a little bit more. Um, as a family, um, we, if we can live through three weeks of this and not kill each other, we can handle Christmas next year. Maybe not. And then I even had a death threat from a 10-year-old that said something of the nature of, I hope daddy get corona. But I sure hope we learned something. And sometimes 
I'll, I'll come up with songs about the coronavirus. Or else I'm afraid that this little child... Coronavirus, please go away. You're making all my family sad. Coronavirus took my parents' jobs. And now, if it doesn't go away, I'll be mad. Is headed town a dangerous road towards becoming this child? I would, uh, I would suggest um, meditation and uh, just going to a higher point of existence beyond the um, needs of social interaction. And if you just try hard enough and believe, you can become a god yourself. Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature Featuring Whole World Improv Produced by Dave Baldwin And featuring my talented Whole World friends John Malik, Serena Stone, Scoop Dawson, Pearl Oppenheimer, Conley Crow, Jackson Stewart, and Chip Powell Please subscribe to us on our website, www.barelyaudiblewhisper.com. Check out Whole World Theater's website, www.wholeworldtheater.com. We appreciate your support.